0: and you can learn more about how I can support you in business and mindset at jessicathiefels.com. Finally, if you love what you hear, please don't forget to rate and review the podcast. I'll be forever grateful. Now, sit back, grab a journal, and get ready to start living with intention. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Mindset Reset Radio. We are here today with Hamina Cardenas, who is the founder of Mina Cardenas, a numerology and manifestation expert for change makers who are here to make an impact and income through their work. She helps them connect deeper with their soul's purpose, do the transformative inner work, and build high-performance habits and strategies that make them unstoppable through numerology readings and private coaching, online courses, memberships, and speaking events. I am really excited about this topic. Welcome, welcome. Hello, hello. Thank you so much for having
1: me. I'm so excited to
0: be here. Yeah. Yes, I we were just saying before the episode started that I think we've been talking about having you on the podcast since like last fall. in between the yes. both of us, <laughs> it has <laughs> not happening until January. So uh life, you know? Divine timing. This mm-hmm. is the right time now. <laughs> yes, exactly. So before we jump in, tell us a little more about who you are and what you do. Yes, absolutely. So I am Jimena and I am the founder of Mena Cardenas,
1: as you mentioned. I am originally from Colombia, but I've been in Canada for what feels like a lifetime, mm-hmm. definitely half of my life. Uh, so I've been in Canada for about 17 years. I currently live in Toronto uh, with my husband and my dog, who is literally my baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's a little bit about me. I've been working in the financial industry for many years as well. Uh, so I actually have a background background. In finance, but I also have a background in nutrition and I am certified as a numerologist, master mindset coach, um, manifestation coach, you name it. I love to study and learn. And yes, that's a little bit about me.
0: I love that. And I love that you have a background in finance and now it seems like it's interesting to think about your connection to numbers throughout yes. your career.
1: Yes. And at the time it felt like I was totally lost and I, it felt like I was jumping around and that I had many passions, which I, I, you know, I feel like a lot of entrepreneurs can relate to these. We are multi-passionate. We have all of these ideas. We want all the things. And sometimes they don't make sense and they're not connected to each other. Like I was thinking, what does nutrition have to do with finance? And now I can totally see the similarity between the relationship with food and the relationship with money that I had in my life and so many people have as well, which sadly a lot of the times is a dysfunctional relationship with food and with money. And it didn't matter how much knowledge I had and how much information I had. The more that I learned, the more I became obsessed with it. I was very obsessed with food and tracking all my calories and macros, and you name it. I had a very dysfunctional relationship with food. And it was the same thing with money. And I, uh, you know, I was very protective of it. I was constantly budgeting, counting every penny in my bank account. And I had a weird obsession with money. And it didn't matter how much I had, it was never enough. Also, it didn't matter how much I knew about finance and investing. It didn't. It didn't do anything because it was truly a mindset shift that I had to make. So yes, when I started my business, it felt like I was all over the place. But now I am so grateful that I can honestly say you don't even need to know more. You just need to shift your mindset and your relationship with these things.
0: I love that so much. It's so true. Tell me, how does numerology fit in to all of this? When did you (laughs) come upon it? And yeah, give us a little bit of background on that. Yes, absolutely. So I have a
1: membership um, that is now called Aligned and Abundant. And one of my members is a numerologist. And I had no idea what it was. But my main goal is to really help people get out of their own way. I feel like we're the biggest block in our journey. And my job is to help them overcome fear, self-doubt, and really get out of their own way. So she had this fear of doing Instagram lives. So I said to her, okay, how about we jump on a live together and you tell us about numerology casually as if you're talking to me, no pressure. And then we go from there. So my intention was to help her. (laughs) Little did I know that she was going to help me. Um, So we jump on the live, she starts talking about numerology, she does a little reading for me, and I'm like, whoa, what is this, and get out of my head, how do you know me so much, just from my date of birth? So I was a little freaked out by it, so then I, you know, I asked her to tell me more, and I jumped on a call with actually her mentor, who lives in Spain, I tried to look everywhere for numerology certifications because I didn't want just a quickly crash course. I Mm -hmm. wanted to become certified. I just had this deep feeling that you're meant to do this. And I couldn't find a certification in English. So I actually had to study in Spanish. But now I had to like restudy and relearn in English. But anyhow, that's another that's (laughs) another topic. Um so yeah I became certified and I've been studying numerology for the past year and a half, almost two years. I am absolutely love it. And for anybody who doesn't know what it is, trust me, I had no idea what it was. And one time I was being interviewed uh, for another podcast and the host also didn't know what numerology was. And she said to me, are you going to tell me what the winning lottery numbers are? (laughs) And I'm like, listen, if I knew the winning numbers, we probably wouldn't be having this conversation. Yeah. I'm just kidding because I actually love what I do, but numerology is not something that predicts the future or anything like that it is very similar to astrology basically but I find it way more user-friendly so it is similar to astrology and human design in a sense that it really helps you unlock your own blueprint Mm -hmm. and actually people like I have clients who have done all of them like they've had their human design readings and astrology birth chart and numerology with me and I have gotten great feedback that it actually has helped them more. Now, I'm not here to say that numerology is better than Mm -hmm. other tools. I am just sharing like what I have heard from from clients. It is basically a tool that I use in my business for self-discovery. And it really helps you understand who you are, your purpose, your innate gifts, your talents, your karmas, which are challenges that we're here to overcome, your dharmas, which are your gifts. It also talks about like what careers are more in alignment with your purpose. And in business, we can use it in a way that is like, how can I use my numbers to make sure that I am building an aligned business that is helping me fulfill my purpose? Because obviously, our business and our job is not our purpose, but it can definitely help us to fulfill this mission in the world. So, numerology is almost like a roadmap. it uncodes a lot of the answers in a way that I had a lot of questions for, and I just couldn't get the questions through anywhere. Like mindset, it didn't matter if I did the mindset work or the strategy work or anything. Uh, I kept running around in circles, in especially in my business, because I I am a multi-passionate person and I didn't know, I kept changing my mind and I almost had this shiny object syndrome that I kept chasing the next thing because deep down, I didn't even know who I was. So I was getting really caught up comparing myself, looking at other people, trying things that other people were doing versus connecting with my own intuition, my own ideas, and really getting to understand, okay, who is not. and what am I here to to do in the world?
0: Yeah, that sounds amazing. I'm curious does do people, do your clients find that their numerology readings align with what they've learned about themselves in human development and astrology? Like, it sort of like adds another layer. Yes. Um, it, okay.
1: Cool. Yeah, it definitely adds another layer, and I feel like if you do the three of them, it's obviously way more beneficial. Mm-hmm. because they, they're they all great in their own ways. They just help you go deeper and deeper into, okay, who am I? How do I work? You know, if you're a projector in human design or um, my physician um, generator, I mean, I, I'm skipping out of my head, Like I don't know on top of my head human design, but I do know that I'm a projector. Yeah, same. When, oh, amazing. So yes, when you start to learn these things, you also start to learn okay, how do I operate? What works for me? And, you know, as a projector, it's not like we need to be constantly out doing things and looking for things, but it's more like you take on that leader kind of like role and you just wait for opportunities to come in. So knowing that it eases your mind that you don't have to constantly be like chasing and doing and putting things out there because that goes against your natural rhythm and your natural cycles. And that's what it is. Is like getting to understand what's in alignment with my own natural rhythm and aligning yourself on purpose so that abundance can flow. Mm-hmm.
0: So shifting to the idea of using this format, this information to attract your dream clients, talk to us about what that looks like. Like, how do we get started?
1: Yeah. So I came up with this idea because I was going through a rebranding last year and I started my business as a nutritionist about four years ago. And, you know, obviously it has evolved and changed a lot. I no longer practice as a nutritionist, but the name was Glowlistica and I just didn't feel aligned with that name. But Everything had the word Glow in it. My Mm. membership was called the Glow Getter Academy. Everything was Glow. My community was Glow Getters. And I just had, you know, this voice deep down that said, you know, this doesn't feel good. But whenever I used to tell people, I think I want to change my business name. They were like, no, are you crazy? Glow Listica is so catchy. Your, Mm. you know, your community is Glow Getter. Plus, it's a lot of work (laughs) to change your business name. But I just had this deep thing that I don't know. I'm like, I need to change my business name. So when I was studying numerology, I actually ran the numerology for the name Glolistica because basically, numerology is the study of the numbers in our lives, starting with our date of birth. But if we look, if we think about it, we live in a numeric system, everything is numbers, the time, the numbers in our bank account, our address, our license plate, phone numbers, like everything is numbers. So when we learn to work with numbers to manifest, again, things just start to flow because numbers are codes from the universe. And when we're talking about manifestation, we're literally co-creating with the universe. Mm-hmm. So the more that we understand the numbers, the easier it is. So I ran the numerology for Glolistica for my business, and it had a
0: karmic number. and.
1: Again, what do you mean
0: when you say you ran the numbers? Because gloglistica is a word. So it's a you...
1: word. Yeah. Sorry. That's where I was going. So the letters are also assigned numbers. So we look at the alphabet. I don't know. There's whatever 20 something letters or something.
0: 26,
1: I think. So, 26. So each letter is assigned a number. So hmm. A, for example, is number one. B is number two.
0: Interesting.
1: So when I'm doing a reading, I don't just look at the date of birth, but I also take the full name of the person with last names to go deeper into the chart. Again, very similar to astrology. I We don't actually need the time of birth. I know that for astrology is very specific. In numerology, you don't need it, but same concept, full name, last names, date of birth. So we are not our business. The business is a separate entity. And it has its own vibration. So when I look at the word Gloristica and I calculated all the numbers, I had a karmic number, which is not necessarily bad, but when you're running a business, you ideally don't want to have a karmic number.
0: Why is that? Um, What's a karmic number?
1: A karmic number, kar- karma, is, it basically comes from karmas. And karmas are not bad. These are things that we bring from a past life. And there are challenges that we're now here to work on and overcome. So again, all of us have karmas and things that we're here to learn and work on because that is literally the purpose of our soul. So we are here to expand and grow and evolve through a lot of the times challenges that we go through. So those are kind of like considered karmas. So it's almost like a debt that you bring from a past life that you're now here to work on and to pay back. So the word "glolistica" added up to a karmic number, which which was number thirteen. Mm. And again, when we we as human beings have karmic numbers, like I have, even my date of birth, which is sixteen, is considered a karmic number. It's not bad, but from a business perspective, obviously the business can think on its own. So I just didn't want to have that energy, but it also. I guess for me it reassured, you know, I maybe listen to your intuition and that voice that is telling you change the name. Mm-hmm. So I kind of had a download. I I didn't want to use my own name because, as you probably know, it's hard to pronounce. My name starts with an X, it's confusing. People weren't gonna get it. So I'm like, okay, uh, how can I make it my own, but also not be my my first name? So I had a download. The name Mena Cardenas came up. Mena is kind of like my nickname. So I'm like, okay, great. I'm going to go with it. I did the numerology. It uh, added up to number eight, which is the number of money, manifestation, abundance, success. And I'm like, yes. And I teach about manifestation. Perfect. It felt very aligned. I went ahead. I purchased the domain. And then the nightmare of changing my name started. But where I was going with this is that I have worked with so many coaches to help me with my brand with Mm -hmm. my messaging to like nail it down. I have tried to niche down. I have tried to not niche down. And I just couldn't find the sweet spot for me. I have done the ideal client exercise 20,000 times Mm -hmm. in my life since I started my business. And I just, something just wasn't adding up. So anyhow, so when I was rebranding, I hired a proper team to help me with the rebranding, hire a copywriter, brand strategist, the whole deal. And we were working on, who is your ideal client? And I was like, oh gosh, I've done this exercise so many times. And I kept like spinning around. I'm like, I don't know, maybe it's this, but maybe it's that, but maybe, maybe, maybe. I kept doing my work and running my business as usual. And I was doing a lot of numerology readings at the time. And then I started to notice a pattern. I was attracting a lot of people who had similar numbers to mine.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And the more that I understood myself, the more obviously I could understand my clients, but also we attract people who are like us. Mm -hmm. And the more that you know yourself, the more you're going to be able to know your clients, their challenges, what they're going through. And then for me, answering the branding questions didn't become a matter of like, okay, my ideal client is an executive who makes X amount of money, who lives here, who is 35 years old. It became more like, these are the problems that they're going through, which is literally based on the numbers. So I started to use a lot of number seven, which is my own personal life path. And each single number has an energy when it's in alignment and an energy when it's out of alignment. So for me, number seven, when it's out of alignment, it's a a number that struggles with a lot of perfectionism, self-doubt, imposter syndrome, lack of faith. So I started to see that I was attracting a lot of people with similar numbers, number seven, number three, number 11, a lot of what we consider numerology, older souls who Mm -hmm. have had an awakening and now are asking deeper questions And I'm like, okay, then I had a kind of like a light bulb moment. What if I start to use numerology in my website copy? What if Mm -hmm. I take the words and the shadows of the numbers, my numbers but my clients, and then I start to infuse my copy with those struggles versus me trying to logically come up with an answer. So that's what I did. And then my copywriter was like, oh my God, this is brilliant. It was very tangible. It wasn't fluffy. It was like, this is like what you're struggling with. Let me get you, what I like to say, aligned and in alignment with that vibration, with that number. And that's what we did. Then I started teaching people about this and people loved it. It made so much sense. They could connect with it. It was tangible. And now my clients that know about numerology, but also who run businesses, Now they use a lot of the wording from their own numbers to connect with their own clients. And it has been very transformational, not just for myself, but for my clients as well. So this is how I kind of like tie in the whole, how do we use numerology to
0: attract our
1: dream clients?
0: Yeah. So you use it as a way to first and foremost, identify that dream client in a way that was Maybe more clear and less of like, like you said, sort of getting you out of your head about it and sort of like spinning up all of like what their problems are, what their characteristics are. And it was just like really clear when you could associate it with a number. And then the second piece of that was shifting your, I'm assuming like your messaging across marketing in addition to your website copy. Yes. Using like those specific words and characteristics from what you know of them as numbers in numeral yes
1: absolutely and then it didn't matter at what stage in life they were like i work with people who are quote unquote extremely successful doctors uh somebody who is like a very famous designer is also one of my clients and i also work with entrepreneurs who are just starting out people who have a corporate job And that's where I was getting really stuck because I'm Mm -hmm. like, I don't know what these old people have in common. Some of them are female. Some of them are male. Some of them identify as they, Um, you know, they're all over the place. Like, how do I put them into one piece of like, this is my ideal client. And I started to notice that pattern that it didn't matter where you were in life. The common denominator for all of them is that they were going through some sort of transition whether it was in their personal life or their career, they were stuck. They were struggling with self-doubt and imposter syndrome and perfectionism. And and those were kind of like the themes that were keeping them stuck. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm like, okay, got it. Like it's not necessarily, this is the description of my client, but it's like more of like that thing that they were struggling with.
0: Yeah, it's more of a a profile of, an experience someone is having, and it can be a variety of different people who are having that experience. Yes. Yes, totally. Yeah. That's really cool. So I feel like listeners are probably thinking that's amazing, but how the heck do I get these numbers? So I know obviously it'd be great to have like a reading with you, but... How can someone get started on this without, say, working with a numerologist? Is there a tool or some resources?
1: Yes, I will uh, recommend everyone to, you know, and I have a lot of resources in my Instagram. I try to give a lot of resources for free. Um, I also have my membership, who is super affordable, and obviously, I want everyone to have access to this information. So, what I encourage everyone is look up your life path number, whether it's through my my website or my Instagram or somewhere else. But, you know, we can't even do it together for you. And I kind of, yeah. and I can walk you through even just like the main. So when I do a reading, I look at a lot of numbers. There's about 20 of them. And it, I like to see it as putting pieces of a puzzle together. Your life path number is only one piece of the puzzle. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like your sign in astrology. It doesn't mean that like, oh, this is exactly who you are, but it can give you good insight And the life path talks more about the purpose, like things that you are here to become, because our purpose is who we're we're here to become in a way. So out of the date of birth, there are two numbers that I take out of um, out of the date of birth, and that can give you a good insight. So let's start with you. I do need the full um, birthday, if you don't mind sharing your year.
0: Yeah, sure. So July 25th, 1988.
1: Yeah, we have the same year. Okay. So July 25th, 1988. So July is number seven, okay? Then we have the day, which is 25. So we're going to, what we want to do is reduce the numbers so we get a single digit number. Mm -hmm. The life path is a single digit number. There is an exception to this rule. If we're working with number 11 or number 22, we don't reduce them. Mm -hmm. And the way that we reduce them is that we add them up. Yeah. So for example, July is 7. Obviously, we don't need to do anything there because it's a single digit. Then we have 25. So we add 2 plus 5. So that gives you another 7. 2 plus 5 equals 7. So right now we have 7 the month, July. 25 is also 7. Mm-hmm. And 1988. So we do 1 plus 9 plus 8 plus 8, which equals 26. We keep reducing until we get a single digit. So 26 Mm. is two plus six, which equals eight. So we actually have the same life path. Uh, Mm. Sorry, no, uh, you do have a lot of sevens, but uh, I don't know if this is your life path yet. So for people who are born in November or their, their day of birth is 11 or 22, I don't want you to reduce it. So don't add one plus one or two plus two, keep the 11 as is for the final calculation. And the final calculation is that we're going to add the three numbers. So the one from the day, the month and the year. So for you, we have seven from July, 25, we got seven. So seven plus seven plus the year 1988 gives us eight. Okay, so seven plus seven plus eight. So we have three numbers, so seven plus seven plus eight. That is 22. Okay, let's make sure that I'm doing the calculation right. Yes, 22. That is an amazing number. Ooh. So, 22 is considered a master number. Again, this is why I said don't reduce the 11 or the 22 or people who have 33 or 44. We don't reduce that. We don't reduce that. That is called a master number. Master numbers are not necessarily better, they're just older souls. Mm-hmm. and you know it's not your first rodeo here you're mm-hmm. somebody who is very wise and the 22 represents that you are here to build something it is a master builder mm-hmm. and literally we're talking about oprah the kardashians you know mm-hmm. Lo also has like a master number she's master 11 michael jordan has uh, is master 11 as well so they're just very powerful souls but the way that we see it is like just as much good um things that you you can accomplish you can also get really stuck Mm. in your head and struggle with self-doubt number 22 is also a number that struggles with a lot of self-doubt you also have a lot of seven energy number seven struggles with a lot of self-doubt as well and you also have um number eight from the year uh, which i do as well and that is the number of money manifestation success and abundance So for you, literally your purpose, like part of your purpose is to build, honestly build an empire. Like you're Mm -hmm. here to build something big. So obviously you are, you're a go-getter, you're very driven. You can be someone who like means business, Mm -hmm. um, hardworking, but it's also important for you to not go to the extreme. And this is where the shadow side comes in. So every number is obviously has a light and a shadow. The shadow side for you will be getting like, Getting caught up in overwork, hustling, um, just, yeah, constantly work, 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 and also getting caught up in, like, the money situation. So money becomes this, like, thing that you really need and want, and, and it's almost, again, like that unhealthy relationship with money. So you're also here to work on your relationship with money. From what I can see, um, you're definitely open to spirituality and and things like that because you have the seven, which is the number of bridging the gap between the spiritual world, but also like the research and all of that. Yeah. So that's for you personally. In terms of clients, you're probably gonna attract a lot of people who are on the same boat as you, who want to build empires. Money is important, you know. There may be older souls who have awakened. Um, they're asking deeper questions. They want connection. On the flip side, they can struggle with a lot of self doubt, perfectionism, overwork, hustling, um, and just sometimes getting caught up in like the chasing the shiny objects and the money and all of that. So that's a little,
0: I to give you a little
1: uh, tangible example.
0: Super interesting. I love that so much. And I feel like that's really, really, really helpful for listeners because that's something that all of us can do. And then I'm sure we can use your website and your Instagram and just generally Google to uncover more information about what that all means. So that's incredible. Thank you so much for sharing this with us. I'm really intrigued. I'm intrigued to like run the numbers on some of my clients and see what comes up.
1: Yeah, I know. Once you know about the numbers, that's it. You can't go back. It's like, yeah, Now when I look (laughs) at the time and I see angel numbers, I'm like, okay, what does it mean? What's going on Mm. right now? It's never like before. Like, I'm like, oh, cool. 11, 11, 333. Now it's like, oh no, like there is a message there for me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Um, well, before we start wrapping things up here, you've shared a lot of really, I love how tangible this has been and really practical. Um, if there is one thing that listeners walk away with from this episode, if they walk away with nothing else, what would that be?
1: I would say that you have to remember that you are truly here for a purpose and your ideas, your desires are not fluffed. I see it over and over again with my clients that maybe they have this idea or this desire that they want to start a podcast, but then they talk themselves out of it or they procrastinate or whatever, whatever. And then I discover in their chart like that they have a number three, which is all about self-expression, communication, podcast, writing. And I see it over and over and over again. If you have this idea, this download, this desire is for a reason. It is because you are meant to be the one who brings this to reality. And I know that it is very easy to get caught up in comparison and I'm like, well, I'm not as good as this person or whatever, whatever. No one ever will have the same numbers on chart as you. This is how unique and special we are. We're literally here for a purpose. I think like the chances of us being born is like one in 400 trillion or some crazy (laughs) statistic. So don't doubt yourself, don't doubt your ideas, get out of your way, get out of your own head and find ways to make it happen. That will be my
0: advice for everyone. I love that. I love that so much. Such an important reminder. And shifting gears, tell us, what are you getting intentional about right now? You know what? I'm getting very intentional about using my
1: voice in a way that is not just through business and obviously like Speaking and writing and all of that, but is having uncomfortable conversations when I need to have them. Mm. Uh, for example, I do a lot of collaborations and partnerships, and sometimes I just go along and I agree because I don't want to cause any trauma, any, any any trouble, or I want to, I don't want to, you know, experience any drama. And deep down, I hold on to eventually resentment, anger. I feel frustrated. So I'm really being intentional about using my voice from a place of love when I don't like things or when I don't agree with things So and not just agreeing and people-pleasing for the sake of it. So I'm being very intentional about that.
0: I love that. So important for all of us to be intentional about that. And where can listeners connect with you outside of the podcast? Uh, yes. Well,
1: Instagram, I think is like the best place at Mena.Cardenas. Also my website, you know, social media in general, um, I'm pretty active, like LinkedIn, not as much. I think like the one that I use the most is Instagram, but definitely uh, all social media platforms. I also have a YouTube channel. Uh, I try to upload videos at least once a month to just talk about the energy of the month, give a guided meditation that goes along with it or a hypnosis or things like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I also have a free masterclass in my website, and which is about an hour long masterclass. So I try to give a lot of resources and things for free. Mm-hmm. So there's definitely, in a way, not there's no need to pay if you want access to more information. And obviously, if you're looking for more, then I also have some paid stuff.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you again so much for being here. I'm so excited we finally got a chance to connect. I know. Thank you so much for hiring me. This was a lot of fun. Yes, absolutely. And thank you, everyone, for tuning in. We'll catch you on another episode of Mindset Reset Radio.